You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do. And we're going to talk about a, well, <laughs> interesting dog behavior today. I like you call it interesting. <laughs> We hear from, unfortunately, a bunch of dog owners who have dogs who eat poop. They eat their own feces, or they eat other dogs' feces, or they eat cat feces. Home and Roca. (laughs) (laughs) And the owners are disgusted. So we're going to talk about that today. And don't just tune us out. This is interesting. (laughs) And unfortunately, it happens far too often. But let's take a break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. It. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know, protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from four gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Eating poop starts very early in life. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, Kate, can you pronounce the actual word? I'm not exactly sure, but I'll take a stab at it. Um, Coprophagy. Cut, but it's Uh, C-O. Yeah. Co? K-E-H. Is the way the dictionary. Oh, okay. Ka, caprophagy. Okay. All right. Dogs eating poop. Dogs, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And then there's auto caprof- Yeah. That. Eating their own or uh-huh. eating others? Eating others. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. All right. We just call that eating other poop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the first time I looked at it, I wanted to say coprophagy, but it, I think it's copod. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Eating poop. No, eating poop. <laughs> All right. So anyway, when your puppy was born, his mom helped him urinate and defecate. And she didn't spit it out when she did so. So she ate it. When he was able to eliminate on his own, she still cleaned up after him. 
the breeder may have helped a little bit, but most of the time the mama dog cleans up after the puppies until they're weaned. For a couple of reasons. One, to keep the den clean, to keep the puppies clean, and to help them do it, to actually eliminate. Uh, sometimes the puppy's digestion is not that great, and there's stuff that's usable for mom For the dog. mom, mm-hmm. sure. Well, we're talking wild dog here who doesn't, you know, have food brought to them, so they got to use every scrap available. And for the wild canines also, one of the theories is by keeping the den clean, it doesn't attract other predators. So there is a, a sound reason reasons behind it. By weaning, by the time the puppies are weaned, the mama dog usually stops doing it. One, if she's got a litter, that's a lot of urine and feces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, a lot of work. <laughs> and, and poor mama could be getting an upset tummy by that point. So then it's up to the breeder to keep them clean. Now, there is a theory that when the mama dog is cleaning up after the puppies, the puppies copy what she does. And some of the puppies then might eat some of the feces that mama dog hasn't yet gone to. That's a theory. I have to admit, I'm not a breeder. And so I don't know firsthand whether that's true or not. But it is a theory by several behaviorists. So in other words, the mama dog cleaning up after the puppies, the puppies eating feces at that point in life is very natural. It's not a problem. Now, once the puppies are past that stage, when they start going to their new home or are growing up, juvenile, adult, there are many other reasons that can cause a dog to eat feces. And one of the ones that we run into a lot when we're talking to people in the classes is poor digestion. If a dog is eating a bad food, if he's not getting enough nutrition from that food, then he can turn around and eat his own feces in the hopes of getting something more. And we see those dogs also eating other things. That's the dog that might chew the stucco off the house, might eat dirt, might eat rocks. Furniture. Furniture, clothes. Not the only reason, but it's one of them. It's one of the reasons, sure. But going along with poor digestion, it could be the dog doesn't have enough digestive enzymes. And you were looking at that with your older girl right now, with uh, Gina. And... uh, a lack of digestive enzymes can be caused by a number of things. A course of antibiotics could clean the good bacteria out of the gut as well as the ones that you want to get rid of. Age. Gina's getting up there in years. She's not digesting her food as well. And digestive enzymes can potentially help her a little bit. When you change foods, even if you go from a poor food to a better quality food, it takes the digestive tract a while to get used to that. And digestive enzymes can help. So there's a number of things that go along with digestion. If you feel that your dog perhaps is not digesting his food well, if you clean up after him and you see some identifiable foods in the feces, then the potential is you might want to talk to your veterinarian. There may be something going on there that you don't know. But that could be why your dog is turning around and eating it. He says, there's still food here. There's leftovers here. Right. Oh, yeah. mom, yum, there's some carrot. <laughs> yeah. So let me, in my own brain here, either the food, that's not, the food that you're feeding your dog may not be easily digestible by the dog. Right. Mm-hmm. Like corn. Right. Right. You feed a dog canned corn. And it's going to come through identifiable the other end. It's going to look like canned corn coming out. Yeah. And no matter how many times the dog eats it. It's still going to come through as corn. The food itself (laughs) is not digestible. Or it could be a good digestible ingredient, 
that your dog can't digest. Right. right. There may be a problem in the digestive tract right. itself. So either way, there is protein or food or something there that dog is going, ah, this could be good for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, along the same lines, if your dog eats cat feces, mm. cats are what's called an obligate carnivore. They have to eat meat. They were not designed to eat cereal grains, and they were designed to eat very, very few carbs. They need some carbs, but not many, not as many as a dog can, can eat. So a typical, I won't say brand names, but a typical dry kibble cat food contains far more carbohydrates than the cat is designed to eat. And so to encourage the cat to eat these, the foods are baked or extruded, and then they're sprayed with animal fat of one kind or another. And the fat is what makes the food attractive enough that the cat will eat it. Now, this is just talking about kibble food, not canned food or a homemade diet, but kibble food. So when the cat eliminates in the litter box, or if your cat goes outside in the garden or wherever, there's a lot of fat that isn't digested that goes through the digestive tract. So your dog comes sniffing around, and he goes, yum. <laughs> Leftovers again. Yeah, yum. And Look what I found buried <laughs> in the dirt. And a lot of it is simply because of the fat. Unfortunately, if you have a clumping cat litter, your dog digging around in there could ingest a lot of that clumping cat litter, which could be potentially deadly for your dog. Right. So you don't want that to happen. Make the litter box inaccessible. Now, if your dog is eating either his own feces, other dog's feces, or the cat feces, and you think that digestion is a big part of it, then talk to your veterinarian. He may suggest a change in food, perhaps a better quality food than you were feeding. He may suggest some digestive enzymes, but talk to your veterinarian because that could actually be a problem with the digestive tract. An easy supplement is plain yogurt. Is yogurt? that what you're giving Gina now? Yeah, and that's helping more. And then there are health food stores filled with digestive enzymes. Right. And, and for dogs as well as people. Another one that's recommended a lot is crushed pineapple. But unfortunately, a lot of dogs don't like yeah. crushed pineapple. But papaya also has mm -hmm. digestive enzymes. And dogs are a little more attracted to that than they are pineapple. Me personally don't eat either one, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> is that fruit. why, isn't Adolph's meat tenderizer mainly... A dried form of papaya and um, pineapple? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, that's... Okay. We put, say, sprinkle meat tenderizer. When uh -huh. I was a kid, we, we were yeah. told that if your dog ate his own poop, you yeah. put Adolph's meat tenderizer on that it. That is food. Yeah. So it wasn't that it made the poop obnoxious to them. It was that it was a digestive no, no, aid. No, no, no. It still does make it... Pineapple will make the poop obnoxious. Oh, okay. So, yes, it's both. And it's both. It's both. A it's digestive both. enzyme, because I yes. also it, that's why it's a tenderizer, because it's yes. a digestive enzyme. Yes, to make to start breaking the meat down so it's tender for right. us to eat. Well, I just learned something. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now another reason that dogs will eat feces is boredom. You know, if he's in the yard all day and there's not much to keep his attention, oh look, munchies, leftovers, leftovers, leftovers. Again. Leftover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs are oral. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of their sense. Stress, yeah. 
stress. Oh. The dog who's unhappy alone. The dog who's something's happening in the next yard. Maybe somebody's putting a new roof on and there's nail guns going off all day. So yeah. talk about a vicious cycle. If a dog is stressed and then they need something to do, but they're also, if they're stressed, they're not digesting as well. Right. 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 So it becomes a vicious cycle. Circle. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Then another one, hunger. And hunger can come from many things. You know, if there's a dog on a diet, one of our trainers' dog is has some back issues. And she asked that we not mention her name or her dog's name because it is kind of an embarrassing habit. But she has some back issues, so she's keeping her dog quite lean. Her dog's not happy about the diet. It's for her own health, but she's not happy about it. And she will, if given the chance, (laughs) eat either her feces or the other dog's feces. And she can be darn quick about it. Oh, yeah. She sees a dog arch its back and... She's off. <laughs> She's over there, right, right, ready yeah. for the fast food dispenser. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have seen a dog go potty in the training yard, and I've gone to get the pooper scooper, and by the time I'm back, it's all gone. And so... We had someone came to class that one of their dogs was eating it as the other dog was pooping. It never hit the ground. Oh, I remember that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was an extreme case. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But other things that can cause hunger, parasites. Mm-hmm. If the dog has some intestinal parasites, they could be stealing, one, stealing nutrition from the dog, but again, affecting the way the food is digested. So both things come into play there. So if your dog has a change in habit, again, when you go see the veterinarian, bring a stool sample in. So it can be a hunger for a feeling of fullness or a hunger for a lacking... In nutrition. Nutrition. Right. And then one that we don't think about too much, at least I don't, because we don't see it in our neighborhood as much, our city, our locale. Dogs that don't get enough to eat. Oh. That plain old don't get enough to eat. Well, just basic hunger. Oh, yeah, yeah, just basic hunger. You know, that the, would eat anything that they could. That would eat anything, right? Well, it's like those reality shows where people go out in the wilderness and they eat bugs and grubs and things because... They'll you need something. Eat yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Personally, I think I would live off my body fat for a while. <laughs> That's Although, our excuse, and we're sticking to yeah. it. <laughs> we, yeah, we ever get stuck in the wilderness, yeah. we'll be okay for a while. Me more Fine. so than you. <laughs> we're built for survival. Well, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But let's take a break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dog Shelter Blues, the new novel by Mark Conkling. This hard-hitting story lights up the world of animal rescue with engaging characters and their pets. Struggling with their own internal demons as they attempt to rescue innocent creatures that sometimes bring a mysterious transforming power to broken lives. Read the first chapter of Dog Shelter Blues free at dogshelterblues.com. Then come along a breathtaking journey that ends with an astonishing triumph of good over evil. Order your copy of Dog Shelter Blues today. Available at amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. 
Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff Werber from Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life Radio. We want to hear from you. Listen in. We're on every Thursday, 1 o'clock Pacific Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time here on PetLifeRadio.com. We are one of the only live shows on Pet Life Radio, and I'm here to answer your questions. You can call in at 877-385-8882, or you can drop me an email to drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com, and hopefully we'll see you here on Thursdays. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. There's another issue that we see I won't say commonly, but we do see in our classes, especially in the puppy class, is that the owners have created the problem. The dog has the yeah. house training accident. And ah, what are you doing? No, stop it. And the worst, dog, yet, the worst yet, to grab him by the collar, drag him over, rub him noses in it, or shake him. You made a mess. You clean it up. And he goes, okay, next time I will. And the dog does. You know, he gets a reaction like that a few times, and he goes, I have to make this disappear. I mean, I have to go. It's a bodily function. Right. Food in, got to have... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but, oh my God, it makes the people so upset. Here, I'll take care of the evidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor kids. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, that one does happen. And when we explain it to owners, they go, oh, I yeah. didn't think of that. Yeah. But... For so many years, dog owners were taught about house training. Drag them back and rub their nose in it. Yeah. Shake their stuffing out of them. And then, of course, there's some dogs that we can't ever figure out why they do it. You know, they just do it. We don't know why. They can't tell us. And we can try and figure out a lot. We can figure out which dogs are bored and which ones are stressed and which ones are hungry. Try the different enzymes. You can try the vet visit. Which ones the owner has screamed out, screamed at, and shook. But sometimes the dogs just do it. Now, I will admit, when I first brought Bones home as a 10-week-old puppy, he did it for a couple of weeks. His own, not anybody else's. But that was also a change in household. And I was in the process of changing his food. And when I found that he was doing it out in the backyard, I slowed down the transition of changing his food, and I added yogurt to it. And the combination of both, plus I think him settling into the house. And? And I remember you talking about picking up. Oh, yes. Man, picking up immediately. Out, so did you. 
Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, I went out with him all the time anyway to praise him for going potty and teach him the word go potty and so forth and so on. But yes, the pooper scooper was in hand all the time. So there are steps you can take, especially, I mean, litter boxes are pretty and very attractive to dogs. They really are. I have an X-Pen around it. Okay. I put mine in in the bathtub. There you go. And the Pomeranians can't jump that high. (laughs) And the Aussies don't even try. They're just like... I was able to put a hood on on mine when I had one for my cat. But I've seen some some wonderfully creative things, which I... Oh, pieces of furniture. Or uh, a cabinet underneath the sink. And you put a little cat door in there so the cat can go in. Right. And then, yeah... Unless, of course, you got the chihuahua. But anyway, and so, or two-story cat litter boxes mm-hmm. so the cat can go in and go up a little set of stairs. And, and cats oh, are very stuff. adaptable to the changes. I mean, some cats are finicky, but I know every time I've changed Xena's, she's been fine. Oh, it's here now. Okay. Oh, oh, I have to go up the cat tree and around the X-Pen to get in there. Okay. I oh, by the way, it. that is Xena, Princess Warrior Cat. Yes, who rules <laughs> rules the dogs with an iron paw. It's not a velvet paw. It's an iron, iron claw. Iron claw. Iron claws. Iron claw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, the dogs and the people. Yeah. So keeping the uh, the cat litter box unavailable is, is definitely one of the uh, the keys for the dog rating the cat feces. For a dog who eats dog feces, his own or other one, let's keep him exercised. That alleviates stress. That alleviates boredom. Helps digestion. Helps digestion. It certainly doesn't hurt to give the dog more attention, to do some more training, to teach leave it. Do stuff with them. Yeah, just don't leave them in the backyard. Digestive enzymes can help, especially Mm -hmm. if he's passing through. Be a bit of a detective if you can and try to figure out the why. Yes. What is the cause and then go after the cause, not just... You know, I was was thinking because one thing at the very end, probably the last, what, year? Kona... Remember, he started. Oh, when he wasn't feel, yeah. feeling good. Yeah. Well, and, and by the end, again, that this can be age, and if they're not yeah. feeling well. And who and, who knew how long he had that cancer? Yeah. He hid it for long time. Yeah. Never knew. Never knew. And so. cancer does have a tendency um, to eat up the body's reserves. Mm-hmm. And so that could have been making him feel that he needed something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so it's not always young ones or. You know. Well, and that's the other part is we now have dogs that are getting so old that we that we're able to keep them alive much longer. Mm-hmm. So that now we have medication for dog dementia. Yes. For old age. Yes. And so a dog in dementia might start doing things that they did not right. do. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When they were in their right minds. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That too. And then last but not least, <laughs> clean it up. Clean it up. I know I, I, depending on my daily schedule, I go out at least three times a day. One that keeps the yard clean, period, uh, because I don't like to track it in, and the dogs don't like to track it in. And uh, it's coming up on summertime right now as we record this, and keeps down the flies. I know my neighbor in the house behind me has uh, a beagle, and he picks it up once a week. Oh, you mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so the mind boggles and the nose recoils. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I put up fly catchers just inside my property line towards his house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a subtle subtle hint, huh? It, it hasn't worked yet, but but I clean it up often. 
So I, I guess the biggest thing that we want to say to you is if your dog is one of these who does it, it is a natural behavior. We may think it's absolutely disgusting, but canines do this for various reasons. Now, once they're past puppyhood, it becomes less natural, and it's usually symptomatic of a, an issue. A problem, yeah. And then, like Kate said, you want to do some detective work. And feel free to talk to your veterinarian. If your veterinarian says your dog is in great shape, then look at some of these other issues, including digestive enzymes or a change in food. And then, of course, clean up. And don't underestimate boredom. Yeah. yeah. Which can lead to just a habit. Yes. And then that the habit's hard to break. Habits are hard to break. Mm-hmm. So on that note... Well, that was just a poopy one. <laughs> <laughs> we managed to get through it all without using the phrase eat. Never mind. <laughs> And that's one of our dogs speaking. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're going to (laughs) go. We promise to be a little more upbeat on our next uh, show. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.